You're listening to the Mobcast Network. At last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. I am the enemy of your enemy now, and I have my own reasons for wanting the Empire to fall. But we have little time. The one they call Vader will be here soon. Spend all your time waiting for that second chance For a break that would make it okay Forgive me, it's just... I've been alone so long, it's been years since I've spoken to anyone. And it's hard at the end of the day. The Sith. The Sith took everything from me. Formerly Darth. Now just more. Find some peace tonight in the arms of the angel. Once I had power, now I have nothing. From this dark old hotel <sighs> Look what has become of you. A rat in the desert. Tell me, is it the chosen one? He is. Welcome to My Star Wars Life, a look at news, reviews, and other happenings from a galaxy far, far away. Here are your hosts, Scotty and JD. Welcome to My Star Wars Life. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by our Jedi Master, Ooh, I got promoted since last one. <laughs> I thought Jedi Master would be proper, right? Yeah, it's fair enough. Because I can see you rocking the robes. Oh, I totally wear the robes. I got you, so. Yeah. Especially after watching this weekend. Yeah, well, 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 we'll they talk heard, about that in a minute. They heard a little bit at the beginning of the show. Uh, our Jedi Master, JD. Because we never got your name out. I was going to no, let, yeah, let you introduce yourself, but eh. you know, I'll do all the work. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I'll just sit here and look pretty on you know a podcast. <laughs> yeah, works for me. Um, so a lot of stuff going on uh, in Star Wars this the last couple of weeks. So since we've last actually broadcast, yep. Um, I I think we should just start with the big one, and because um, Star Wars Rebels did something crazy this last episode. Yeah. Um, if you heard at the beginning a little bit of sample, um, they killed Darth Maul. They did. So Maul has had a full run now, you know, from from Phantom Menace now to Rebels. He mm-hmm. was in Clone Wars for a bit. Now he's, and that's a big deal. I think it's a huge deal killing killing Darth Maul off. Right. I mean, I understand it. 
I but, too. But I'm glad we got to see it. Yeah, um, and I'm also, glad we got that closure. Yeah, unlike the Ahsoka death or life, whatever happened, the, right. the, the, that we, we don't know. And the rumor with the Ahsoka stuff is uh, I keep reading that someone knows and we're going to find out the season. Well, in the next episode is the season finale. <laughs> so better get on it. So <laughs> I hope they let us know what happened to Ahsoka, but at least we now know what happened to Maul. Right. So for those who don't know, spoiler alert, <laughs> way past that. Right. Um, Maul is in the desert of Tatooine after figuring out where uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi was using the Sith hologram and the Jedi hologram kind of combining together. And he used its power to figure out where it was. And then he hunted Obi-Wan down. And so the first part of this episode, you see him, he's all dusty and crazy. and yeah, He's crazy. <laughs> and he's talking to himself, talking which to is himself. great. And then he realizes that he can't find um, Kenobi, so, and he screams his name. Kenobi! Kenobi! <laughs> but, uh, so he uses Ezra to find Obi-Wan because yeah. I think it's the idea of that Put Ezra in trouble on Tatooine. Ben yeah. Obi Wan will come down. Bring him, as, bring him some bait. bait. So, um, so Ezra's on the ghost uh, at Chopper Base, and so you know, Maul has got some pieces to this holocron, and uh, Ezra has some pieces of the holocron. So they're not like they're two pieces of holocron. They're not really working right. Right. See, it's, they're, they're almost like magnets. Yeah. They're, they're right. They're just sort of clinking together, like. And so. One of them is activated and and has the Obi Wan message that hey don't come to the the Jedi Temple everyone's yeah. dead. This is Master Obi Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. Do not return to the temple. That time has passed. And our future is uncertain. We will each be challenged. Our trust, our faith, our friendships. But we must persevere. And in time, a new hope will emerge. May the Force be with you. Always. Because when Yoda finds out who's done all this trouble, yeah. Everyone's like, I just made a message so yeah. that not to come back. And yeah. so we get to see what that message was. And so uh, Ezra figures out that they're on Tatooine. And he's like, I got to go. And the, re- the ghost crew's like, no, we've got to go bomb Lothal. Yeah. He's like, peace out. I'm going to steal an A-wing and go. Harris all. I need you. We need you. You know Lothal. <laughs> Stop. What? No. Well, which to me is weird because... Don't they all know Lothal? Because they were all Lothal rebels before they met Ezra. They were, but they're—I guess they're not the the Apu street rat right, type. Right? They know? need their Aladdin. <laughs> they need to defeat the Jafar. Right. So they—they—they <laughs> they, they need or find to, the genie to wish away the empire. Guess, I'm not sure. They, and, and and Ezra thinks he's found his genie. He's like, let's go get Kenobi. <laughs> let's, go, let's go get Kenobi. And Which, so you know, he's not the only one that has that thought. So he steals an A-wing, and before I, I want to ask this. Apparently, it's really easy to steal an A-wing. Well, I guess when the that air traffic controller guy trusts you, I don't know. He's like, "Where's this coming from?" Oh, it's over here. AP five. He's yeah. you know, oh, he's on it. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Hey, uh, and he didn't even like attempt a mind trick. The poor guy. He's just like, "Hey, uh, 
any of these working? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the prototype. Cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> peace. I'm out. <laughs> Takes out and, and flies to that away. Where he lands and promptly has the, the A-Wing destroyed by Tusken Raiders. Tusken Raiders. It was so cool to see Sand People. Right. I, I love, like, as a kid watching the New Hope, the Sand People were some of my favorite aliens. Mm-hmm. Just bizarre. Yeah. And, you know, I love it. Something about it made me happy. What what I just that initial scene where they first start screaming and they're oh, 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 oh. and then like right after he the the Tuscan Raider does the last thing like the music goes dun dun in the same cadence as he was right so it almost it tied it right into the oh, music yeah. it oh, was so neat oh yeah very very cool um, the Tuscan Raiders could have killed or almost killed Ezra but mm-hmm. Maul gets in a way yeah because Maul, Maul needs him you to don't kill my bait I kill, I my, kill bait. my bait right exactly. <laughs> Don't kill my princess. And then um, Ezra and Chopper go, because uh, I forgot to mention it, Chopper went Yeah, Chopper hijacks. Because yeah, hij- hij- that's what he does. Um, you know, A-wings are big enough for, anyway, I don't want to get there. Well, t- we found out TIE Fighters can hold like five people. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Rebels, where anything may, where it's all canon now. That's right. <laughs> so... Um, Ezra and Chopper basically reenact that scene in Lawrence of Arabia when they have to go through the Devil's <laughs> Anvil. And so they go through the Devil's Anvil version of Tatooine, and uh, Chopper breaks down because reasons. I think he was he run out of power. He runs out of battery juice, yeah. I, which I don't know. I, I, I want to talk about that because I, I don't know much about droids, and if anyone's out there can help me about droids. I don't know. I don't know. R2 made it is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, 3PO made it. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> See, I always thought they were going to run into the Jawas. I thought, like, in yeah. that scene, I thought, because, you know, Ezra goes straight through the desert. Chopper doesn't want to. I thought Chopper was going to do the, like, go off to the side right. and find some Jawas and, like, murder a bunch of Jawas. <laughs> that's what Chatter, Chatter, Chopper does. He helps you out. He's cantankerous. And then he may murder you. And so... <laughs> Well, we don't need a Jawa side in the, the Penelope. <laughs> we already episode. had the death of the Tusken Raiders. We right. don't need more Tatooine aliens getting murdered. And so uh, Chopper and, and Ezra go through a sandstorm because we didn't get to see a good sandstorm in Return of the Jedi. Right. Because <laughs> it did, didn't work. <laughs> and uh, have you ever seen that deleted scene? Probably years it's ago. It's weird, but it, it's like you almost want it to work. And it's yeah. like, it, why did I just try to do Anyway. Uh, I may put the put the scene in the show notes because it's it's really interesting. But um, Chopper breaks down and Ezra has a fit and <laughs> hugs him or <laughs> hugs him, curls up into the fetal position. Also runs out of battery juice. I don't know what he's, he's out of Jedi juice. He's just like I give up. I lost my robot. <laughs> my robot gone. And then uh, just as Maul predicted, um, Kenobi shows up to save the day and. Uh, makes a little camp. He has a do back. Yes, which is awesome to see. Doesn't he, he's got to have like two? Because Ezra takes one. No, no, he takes his do back. <laughs> he takes his do back. He took back, his do yeah back. I'm yeah, took his do back. But he but then but Kenobi's on one at the end. Uh, yeah, because I figured he that one came back to him. It's a homing do back. Yeah. <laughs> well, like in the old West movies, you, know, you send your horse off and your horse know how to that come d- back to you. That do back is not trigger. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. <laughs> But um, Dewey Beck Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were right about one thing. The bait <laughs> did work. <laughs> um, then then Maul shows up because 
No, I forget. Ezra and Obi Wan have this really interesting conversation because apparently Obi Wan knows all about Ezra. Right. It's like you're in the wrong place, Ezra Bridger, and I'm like, and I'm watching that going, ooh, right. Because <laughs> Obi Wan is ultimately the Jedi, and the the interesting thing when they're having this conversation, they're, they're you know, Ezra is convinced that Kenobi is the key to stopping the Sith. We know better because we've seen that we've seen the films. It's Luke. Possibly, no. It's anyway. This is we. we but we'll get to. We, it, we talked it, about that back way back in our first episode. Yeah, about but, but who I think but, is the key. But but you know, we'll talk about it again yeah. because I want to bring it back up because I think I think they, I mean, they allude to something, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get to that in a second. But what I found fascinating was you know Ezra tells everyone, I was like well, the holocrons told us that you are the guy, you need to help us with the rebellion destroy the Sith. And he's like, you don't think holocrons lie? Everything's truthful. And he does that basically his version of, you know, from a certain point of view. Without saying it. Yeah. Without saying it. But he's he's basically saying that. Which to me is important because it changes the possibility that Ezra and Kanan may be living throughout the trilogy. Well, I I mean, that that's cool. And I, that would be awesome if they are. I think my I, I was, when I saw the show, it... To me, yeah, he said that the holocrons may be misleading. To me, it seemed like Maul was manipulating the holocron to right. read Ezra. Right. So that it's not really the holocron's fault. Right. The holocron itself being neither light nor right. dark, just channeling the force. And obviously, I mean, he's Maul's in Ezra's head, uh, you know, getting him there. And I think. Yes, but there is is Obi Wan saying, but, "quote unquote" from a certain point of view, right? And so, which uh, to me is important to what you're going to bring up in a minute, right? What I'm, I'm about to say is that, <laughs> you know, it is, and we've talked. I think we talked about this in the first episode, but it, it's it's interesting how this has come back in this episode mm-hmm. of, of Rebels. But it is important now than ever that Luke Skywalker understands that he may be the last Jedi. Don't talk about these other guys, <laughs> right? He needs to know because he has a specific goal. His goal is to defeat Vader. He has to do this. Right. That's what they're sending off to do because I think as Maul um, as Maul lays dying in Obi Wan's arms, which I think is poetic, mm-hmm. he, he, Maul realizes that Obi Wan's on Tatooine for a reason. The reason is, is protecting someone, and then it dawns on him that it, is it the chosen one? Because apparently Anakin wasn't it, and. No, this is but, what I knew you were going to say. Right, but, but I'm saying, in their eye, or in at least Maul's eyes, because, well, to finish it off, Obi Wan says yes, right, that he is the chosen one. Obi Wan has a history of the point of view switching, right. and, and manipulation. I think from he, I think he is a chosen one. I don't think he's the chosen one. I still think the first prophecy from episode one is the truth and that it's Anakin. Right. That I mean, that's when you talk chosen one, like Harry Potter, Harry Potter's the chosen one. Right. You know, uh, Luke obviously is the star of the mid trilogy because we're right. Know, right. Um, and and is the is the focal point. But when the first the uh, prequels show up. And we get this prophecy about Anakin that kind of makes Luke's job more important. And that's defeating Vader so that Vader can fulfill his prophecy. Does that make sense? 
I uh, elaborate. I'm curious. Okay. So the original prophecy, the one to bring balance to the force. And right. they, they, the entire council, all right, cool, it's Anakin, whatever. He does. Vader brings balance to the force. I disagree. I when think Vader throws the Emperor down the tube, there is one Jedi and one Sith left. Maybe. No, no, yes. no, because Vader, I will, I will contend Vader, Vader had already crossed before he throws the emperor there. Nah. So he's not a Sith. Nah. He's no longer a follower. Of this. That's why he doesn't throw, he doesn't throw the emperor out of need of power, which would probably be a, th- I mean, if you read the Vader comics, you know, Vader, Vader likes the emperor so much. He doesn't trust him because the emperor's trying to replace him throughout the whole series, but it's still his master. And so, and, and he, I mean, even in episode three, he's like, we, you know, he can defeat the emperor and rule the, you know, no wait, no episode so f- two or four, five. five episode Empire. five. I, I was thinking they said something on Mustafar too, but I'm not. I think I was thinking more of the it's my our, my new empire bit, but right. but no, he's but together we can rule the galaxy's father and son. Which they, which the, of course, you know, seeing the future is always emotion. I think that's what the emperor was seeing. He was saying, you know, mm-hmm. seeing one possibility. I, I have a but. We got more stuff to talk about before I get back to that. <laughs> I want to finish this episode up. So, that being said, with a certain point of views, do you think that in that moment, as Maul lays dying in Obi Wan's arms, that Obi Wan believes that that Luke is the chosen one, or is he simply comforting Maul? I think he's bringing comfort to Maul. So you because. From fr- we know from from the original trilogy that Obi Wan straight up lies. I mean, <laughs> yes. he, he just he just he just he's he's, he he lies to the young kids <laughs> to make them feel better about going to war right. or to do whatever. But it works, right? I mean, he he manipulate he he mind tricks them without the force, right? Is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because for excuse me, for all we see the Jedi as the good of the galaxy or the, the peacekeepers, they, they're more true neutral. Right. So lines okay. You know, mind altering is okay. Whereas you read other things and mind altering is horrid. Right, right. I and mean, it's a horrid thing to do to people, you know, not letting them be in control of their own faculties. So I think he's giving Maul the peace he needs because... As is a common theme in Star Wars, when the dark sider falls and is about to die, they have that clarity where the anger leaves them, and they're at peace with themselves. Vader, um, uh, you know, Asajj. Yeah. You know, they 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 all realize, oh, I let go of my anger. I'm I'm not a bad person. Uh, kind of are, but yeah, you know, Ma, Ma, you're totally a bad person. Yeah, yeah but but. I mean, it's a common. I'll theme. see you in hell. Right. <laughs> it's a redemption. It's a it, and and or it, it's a. If their life wasn't ending, it's it's the too little, too late. But right. He, I mean, he's. You can see that Maul had respect for Obi Wan. You know, I'm, it was a kind of a. I'm glad it was you. I don't know. I. He went quietly into that sweet night. He did not. Which is weird to me. I you know. Two things about that episode. The I thought the duel itself was beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's, I, I, as a fanboy, I think I would have enjoyed seeing something flashy. But when I got this three hit samurai thing, yeah. I was in awe. Some bushido blade, right? I mean, 
which shows how badass Obi-Wan has become in his right. 17 years on Tatooine. I mean, just... But on the flip side, of when Maul falls, and I think... I guess he understands that he's dying. There, you've got that, that, you got that, and maybe it's the clarity of your peace. I'm not sure, but I, I would think he would take the anger with him. I don't know. I mean, he, but he, because I mean, he's I, been railing and he's been angry so long. Right. He's been angry at, he's been angry at Obi Wan. Because Cut he, me in half. Yeah. He's angry at but, the Emperor. Rightfully so, though. I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying he's not justified in being angry. I'm, I mean, granted, as the Jedi Master of of the show. You know, there's no justification to become Sith and evil in the first place. But all that aside, you know, being manipulated by the Emperor and becoming his apprentice and learning the Force the way he's taught to learn it. I mean, maybe he, maybe he was taken as a child and just... That's oh, he how was. He was. He that's was how he was... Palpatine raising you, right. picks him from Dathomir and... Trained him to be just hate. Right. And so, obviously, he's got to hate the Emperor. Right. And so, he gets to let that go now, though. Right. And finally, maybe find a little peace before he... I think it's interesting. I mean, I don't disagree with that, but yeah, I yeah, just yeah. think I think, you know, you know, I almost would have wished that uh, that Maul cursed everyone with his dying breath. I like the moment we got. Don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. it's it's important of how just beautiful it was at the end. But then it's like almost to a point where it's out of character. But then, of course, by the ten, do you think Maul knew? he wasn't going to defeat Obi-Wan. Maybe this is what he wanted. Maybe this is the end of his suffering. It may be. And and that might be his... And and that means that peaceful moment he has makes a ton of sense. Because right. what, what's different between... What's different between Ventress and Vader... Vader has a, a redemption story. Ventress kind of does too because she was manipulated. Mm-hmm. And then she goes off to do her thing. But... Maul was not only manipulated; he went and then continued the process. Right. So he got, you know, Savage finds him. He goes and takes over Mandalore and the um, the the Black Sun, and then he goes off to look for the, the these holocrons to, to go defeat. I mean, there's yeah. I mean, so no longer a Sith, but he is still a dark side force user. Sure. And so and he's still driven by revenge and, and, and hate and hate. Right. Because and all he wants throughout season three is basically he was one well, and the, you know he wanted to kill Kanan. He tried a couple of times. He blinded him mm-hmm. and take Ezra. He he wanted Ezra. Right. I mean like when that moment when they're at the, the camp and Ezra's about to leave, Hope one sends Ezra away because Ezra wants to stay and fight because he's the young brush you know, right. young Padawan. <laughs> Maul's all like, I'll be seeing you apprentice. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. He's like hold my beer, I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> um I think though back to I think if it, like, like, let's say it was Vader and Maul. Right. Like, that, you know, Maul pisses off Vader. They get into a fight. First of all, the fight would be just as quick. I don't think so. You don't think so? I was thinking about this earlier. Um, it was funny because I remember watching Twilight of the Apprentice. And the whole time I am, as a fan, I'm preparing myself for the Ahsoka-Vader fight. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that was going to be epic. Right. I knew Maul was going to be in that episode, but it never dawned on me that the possibility of Vader and Maul fighting. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, we watch Maul do what Maul does in that episode, and I'm like, I really want Maul to fight Vader. Yeah. I think Vader would have killed Maul, mm-hmm. which is why they couldn't fight. 
the only person to kill Maul is Obi Wan. Right. He has to. It's part of Obi Wan's journey. Sure. And Maul's, but I, you know, so. But <coughs> what he would have been flashy, I think. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know. Regardless, I think to my point though is if if Vader had been the one to kill Maul, I don't think Maul would have gone quietly. I think oh, he would have been. So I think he would have been raging the entire, entire time, time and just like not at peace. Right. Like, and, until Vader took his head. I mean, because that's yeah. the only way. I mean, he's yeah. gonna make sure that he's dead because Maul has Vader has a, a whole other list of reasons to hate Maul. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, Maul kills Qui Gon. Right. It, it, Vader hates these reminders of his past. Right. Maul's a reminder of his past and what could have happened. If who knows what would have happened to Anakin if Qui Gon had lived. Yeah. And that's a whole episode we can talk about. It's another day, but but cool. but it would be fun to speculate. That's what I like about this podcast. We get to lone do wolf and cub. That's what it would happen. Those old samurai lone right. wolf and cub movies. <laughs> you know, because you know it's it's because I don't think I, I don't think. Anakin would have been seduced by the dark side. I think. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to blame. I don't want to blame Obi Wan. Oh, all. I do. I totally blame him for it. But he wasn't ready, and he admits. He, no, it. he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready, and he admits it. But he made a promise he to did. his mentor. He did. And I mean, Yoda warns him. Yoda, Yoda's like, "Look, hey, you, we make you a Jedi Knight, but we don't think you should take on this kid." And he's like, "I got to. Who right. else is going to do it?" And they're like, "Don't train him. This is what we're trying to tell you." <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been cool. It was cool at the end of this episode to watch Obi-Wan look at Lars, the moisture farm, yep. and hear Aunt Beru call Luke. And you see in the very distance, you see him running. Luke. And so it's, we're getting so close to A New Hope. We're either right at two years or we're, we're less than two years. Yeah. Because Ezra, according to Andy Gutierrez, who it has an inside track, she, you know, she's the spokesperson for for Rebels at, at um, Lucasfilm, she says that he's 17. I think Pablo agrees that he's 17, mm-hmm. Ezra's 17, and so that makes Luke three days younger than him. So right. Luke and Leia are both 17 now in this, in this episode. So we're edging closer and closer, but it was neat to see that moment of kind of seeing squinting your eyes away. Yeah. Is that Luke? And He's wearing a white tunic. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the clothes he has on. Right. Uh, and so... I get my blue milk. It's oh, I it was, overall it was a fantastic episode, mm-hmm. one of the best of the season. Agree. Uh, oh, it, it's all going to happen. The, the The storm is going to hit next episode. Where Thrawn, I think Thrawn brings the hammer down. I think we're going to lose characters. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know who we're going to lose yet. I don't think we're going to lose the Ghost crew. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if they took out Rex. Rex. Or what about a. Uh or Ketsuo. I mean, just some somebody that we know. What about uh, Fulcrum? What's his name? Oh, yeah. Ka- Asia Callus. Yeah, Callus. Oh, yeah. Cal- yeah, Callus is on the list, too. Yeah. Because they know. They know. They, they, you know. Thrawn knows. And so... Pardon. Uh, I, I'm just fascinated. I, yeah. I, it's in a couple of days. And I have a... Um, typically... I usually watch these episodes early because they, they post them early on, on the app. Yeah. But not season finales. They wait to the airtime and I have a concert to go to so I will not be able to see it until after the show 
Ouch. Right? So I usually live tweet them, but I can't I, I can't live tweet it, which is sad. So so good concert, though? Yeah, I'm going to see Flog and Molly. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so good concert. So I'm, I'm happy to do it, but, you know, sacrifices must be made. Right. Um, cool. There's something else I was going to bring up. That Oh, so here's a... So this thought of certain point of views and watching Maul call out using using the dark side of the force to call out Ezra mm-hmm. got me thinking about Palpatine. Okay. While not f- fully expressed, do you think it's with, without the realm of possibility that Palpatine was manipulating Anakin from the start? Oh, so, absolutely. And I've so always... and and so here's what I'm saying. Here's where I'm going with this. Anakin has a Anakin has a serious mother complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's torn from his mother when he's what ten. Yeah, he falls in love with a mother type person mm-hmm. because he doesn't fall in love with the queen. He falls in love with Padme, who's all like taking care of him right. on the ship, and so that's when they, you know, that's when the ten year old boy's smitten with a she's what fourteen, but um, I think that's that moment. I think but he's nine. Anyway, they're close in age. I remember the Weird Al song. <laughs> <laughs> So, you, you know, while there's nothing, you know, sexual there, there but there's this connection. Right. And he, he, so if Palpatine understands that that this poor boy has this mother conflict, he's also got he's also got daddy issues because he doesn't have a daddy. He sees, you know, the he's got three in his he's had three in his life. Mm-hmm. He well, technically water, but we won't get into that. But you look at. Qui-Gon, who was the father that he wanted and never got. Right. He's the Obi-Wan who's like the drunk uncle that he has to get stuck with. Mm-hmm. That who's like close enough in his age and they kind of, yeah. you know, Obi-Wan's like that that dad who had a kid way too young. And so they're like, you know, <laughs> you know he's like, he, 17, I have a baby. And so, right. <laughs> and so you know, when, when he's 34, you know, <laughs> the kid's 17 and like, yeah, let's go hang out and have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> that sticks. No. And then you've got... Palpatine, who is the the dark fathery figure, who's yeah, well, not I mean, ironic, he's, but he's not. I mean, he's, he's got power, mentor, mentor, he's mentor but he's got you know. And so here's my thought: I'm starting to think, or just throwing this fan theory out there for mm-hmm. my own. Mm-hmm. I think Palpatine created Anakin's dreams. So the nightmares he's having in episode two mm-hmm. and three. Yeah. So the the thing about his mother. Right. And the thing about Padme dying. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way you manipulate him. Yeah. Maybe not the one in episode two. Maybe maybe that's really the force calling out to him to go save your mom. Mom, right. and he's too late. Or maybe Palpatine knows that she's in trouble. And who knows? But I, I really think the, the the ones that he's having of the the visions of Padme dying, that's what causes him to cross. Right. I mean, Absolutely. this whole thing is for the love of his woman. Mm-hmm. Or his other mother, because <laughs> uh, he lost one mother, and it's got it's, uh, a, mother, it's a it's a mother complex, right? Um, I, I think it's extremely possible because, I mean, he has put a shroud on the entire force, right? Hiding himself, so whether it's him, that whether the emperor himself has this incredible power to hide himself from every Jedi in existence in this galaxy, or and I think I read a fan theory somewhere else where Plagius had s- started setting up this network to ex- to amplify this shroud. I think that was in the 
Plagius book. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, so the, the Plagius book also has, has has how they you know because they're both trying to create life. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and cheat death and stuff, and that's how they create. They, they're they're the ones. Who, Palpatine and Plagius are supposed to be the way. If I read this correctly, are the ones who actually create Anakin. Right. So. Well, I've no, I haven't read that book. Right. Um, I read the Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> Books uh, are hard. No, I just hadn't read the book. Um, but even even if even if it's amplified by this, you know, mm-hmm. however he's he's touching, even if indirectly or in a amorphous way, he's touching the mind of all the Jedi. Right. To to at least shroud it. So going, oh, there's Anakin. Let's open up this little hole. Insert nightmare. It's completely plausible. Right. I, I, I would I would totally be in agreement with you. I, and, and maybe that was never the intention. But what, going back, I don't have to go back and watch episode three now. But I think I don't know how much Anakin and Palpatine talked. But in that ending scene, that, that scene where Palpatine reveals himself to Anakin as the Sith Lord. Right. Be careful, the Jedi, Anakin. Only through me can you achieve a power greater than any Jedi. Learn to know the dark side of the Force, and you will be able to save your wife from certain death. What did you say? Use my knowledge. I beg you. You're the Sith Lord. He's like, let, you know, use my power to save your wife. How long has he known? Did Anakin tell that to Palpatine? Yeah, or know. did, you know, Jedi and Sith there both. I mean, the reason why Maul figures why Obi-Wan's doing something, he's protecting somebody, is because your insight serves you well. Jedis and Sith yeah. have crazy insight. Oh, yeah. So so maybe he just deduced it. I mean, he, it's, it's possible. But <laughs> he rolled a sensor roll, but, or they told him. I get the feeling, and I and I think it came across in episode three, that that the Emperor and Anakin are fairly close confidants. Right. Or at least Anakin confides in the Emperor a lot right. between the two movies. Or during the war, you know, he's a liaison. He's his close personal friend. They talk about him right, all right. the time. And so... I think, and it, but going back to your, you know, his his mentor, his his fatherish figure, because you know, yes, while Obi Wan is sort of a father figure, they oh, they keep calling each other brother. You're right. I think, and I, it's and I it's Obi Wan ends up becoming that older. Yeah, brother. Yeah, he's the older brother. He, you know, and, you know, <coughs> who because dad's dead. Right. So the other brother has to take care of the little brother. Right. That's what that's. And, that and you got Grandpa Yoda, <laughs> who's got other grandkids to worry about. You got the preschool. Yoda's a preschool teacher, which I know. cracks me up. Yeah, I still. Uh, I was going to mention this a couple of, uh, of our episodes ago. I still think the best acting in all of Episode Three was that one kid that was like Master Skywalker. <laughs> was and then like <laughs> Vader's like, and the kid takes that step back with terror on his face. I was like, oh my god, give that kid an Oscar. He was better. <laughs> that kid is about to die. <laughs> He's about to die, but he was the best actor in that whole movie. Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? In my opinion. Uh, I got you, I got you. <laughs> that should have been Anakin in episode one. But I, li- was, you know. I, I liked uh, um, Jimmy Smith's. What's going on here? There's been a rebellion, sir. Don't worry, the situation is under control. I'm sorry, sir. It's time for you to leave. And so it is. When he just, I like, 
I like when, you know, they're, the clones are just shows on a little kid Jedi, and he's like, I guess I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, and, and, and so I must. And he flies off. <laughs> There's no like, hey, wait a minute. I know the Jedi betrayed you, but these are babies. Right. None of that. They're just like, peace out. Yep. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> and MP, I'm out. <laughs> oh, Bail Organa. <laughs> he saved one. Yeah. So from a certain point, point of view. <laughs> <laughs> the one that attacks the, the 501st show, the, that's Lucas's kid. So The what? The, the, the Jedi that, the Jedi Padawan that, I don't think it was Padawan, but Youngling that fights the 501st guy. Oh, yeah, that comes out and starts bouncing around. Yeah, I think that's I think that's Lucas's kid. Yeah, he did a pretty good job. Right. So well, they got gunned down? Right. If my daddy was making I would have been like, I don't need to be a Jedi. I don't need to be oh, this yeah. youngling stuff. But anyway. I, you know, it's, it's just fascinating. I, I, you know, the, the, I like how we move, the more we talk, and just the different opinions and, th- you know, theories that just pop. I mean, I've seen this movie a lot. I never mm-hmm. thought about it to like, Last week's episode of Rebels, I'm just like, I wonder how deep this is going, and <laughs> how deep does Palpatine? I mean, you know, if I'm evil, I, I know that. See, I don't think, I don't think that Obi Anakin and pa- uh, Palpatine talked about his personal relationships. I tell you why. I think it was all his political and his career stuff. Because I and some personal stuff about his mother and stuff, but I don't think he's like, oh yeah, I also married Padme on. Naboo. I, I don't think he was a. I don't think he came out and said he married, but I think uh, the uh, Palpatine would be the only place he could talk to somebody about so it. See, the problem is, is that because they're both from Naboo, they're. Fr- I, th- I think. I think you, uh, the Emperor has to easily find. Well, Palpatine easily has to find out because he's from Naboo, right? And so, so he's it's like, like oh, <laughs> Anakin, there's that, some record out there. That Anakin dude <laughs> flew in and knocked up his wife. Right. right. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna. I need but to I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they. Talked about. It. I don't think it's a, but the reason why is because Anakin. All Anakin wants is to sit on the council. He wants to be a Jedi Master, and and having a wife ruins that. He takes a great risk by hiding. He hides her. That I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't know how. I mean, she's got some great costumers, right? <laughs> dressers to make her yeah. look like she's not pregnant because the no one's like, "What does the baby do?" or babies, and then like Obi Wan's like, "Anakin's the father." She's like, "What? I'm not pregnant." <laughs> oh, but if you're I mean, breaking my heart, uh, <laughs> that's the best acting. <laughs> so is your dialogue. <laughs> and I say it was the best writing. <laughs> oh, George. Anyway, sorry, George. We love your movies. We do. We do. We love them so much. We feel the need to pick some pieces apart. <laughs> okay, feel free, George, to pick apart this podcast. <laughs> we'll call it even. I mean, I'd be down for that. <laughs> So moving on from fan theories of of uh, our favorite movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Fancy Flight had some really cool things happen this past week. They did. They they announced uh, Wave Eleven um, after they brought out the newest FAQ, which is for those of you that don't know, is a frequently asked question or a ratted. Uh, I have a rules. frequently asked question. What? Yes. What was it ratted? Okay. Um, let's see. There were. F- Four cards that were errated. Yeah, four. You know, the biggest being Emperor Palpatine himself. So, explain to our audience who may not play X-wing minis, what did the Emperor do? Okay, the Emperor was a crew card that 
I think he cost eight points. So the, the game is based on points. Right, right. Well, he was a substantial points cost card, and he took up two crew slots. So he could only go on things that could take more than one crew. I didn't know he took, yeah. took two. Yeah. That's why you, don't, you could only throw him on a shuttle or the big ships. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, I, never, he, I never had him, so. Basically, he was the baller in the force. He, he said once per game turn, change any dice facing to any other dice facing. So if you roll the dice and you get all misses, you can be like, boom, take a crit. <laughs> <laughs> or if you... Because I'm the emperor. Because I'm the emperor. And it didn't have to be affecting him. It was just any dice roll. Right. And they changed it to, before you roll dice, name a result. Change any of your dice results to that result. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but that's, right, right, that's right, basically right. it. So let's say I roll three attack dice, which are, are the red die, and I'm going to call a crit. I'm going to definitely have a crit. If I roll three crits, I sort of wasted the emperor that turn. Right. But if I roll two crits and a hit, I can change that one hit to a crit or right. a miss to a hit right. or a crit. So, And same thing with evades or whatever. You, so, but you have to call your shot now before you roll, and so, that's the big... So does that work for the blank sides too? Or yes, yeah, yeah. Any if, side. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't call blank. But uh, <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. Yes, yes, I didn't know absolutely. if it worked. Oh, nope. I mean, I didn't know if it worked on the blanks. Yes, you. Uh, all you have to do is say, "I'm rolling six dice. One of these is going to be a hit, and if you roll s six blanks, one of them's a hit." Gotcha. If you roll five hits and a blank, you got six hits. Um, if you rolled six crits, you have to downgrade one to a hit. I mean, oh, because yeah, right. you called a hit. Right, right. Uh, and so, I mean, it's it's taken a lot. Uh, he, Without a reduction in points, um, see, the, and, and I understand fan Fantasy Flight's reasonings for this new errata is because for the last year or two, I mean, the, the two top, the same two or three ship lists were winning all the tournaments. Yeah. You put Palp, Palpatine on a shuttle, and you put some aces out there like Suntir Fell, Invader, you know, or the new Defender. Uh, and I'll and I'll get to that in a second. And and they just go out there and wreck face while the emperor's going back going, ha, 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 take the crit, take the crit, you know, right, whatever. And and so um, that that was a that we're gonna see a lot less Palpatine. You're gonna have to be really he's gonna be really selective now. Um, Mainly because of the point calls, I think. Because, yeah, because he's eight points and he and takes up two crew slots. So you have to be really careful what you want to do. Um, so do you, but do you think it's a, it's good for the game? I think so. Uh, I think it's going to give... I mean, the Rebels haven't been able to win a tournament. I mean, here and there, but not major. Because I mean, mostly it's the Empire and Scum, right? Yeah, the Empire and the Scum... Imperials and Scum have been winning all... And for those who don't know, uh, Scum's kind of your guys in the middle. So yeah, the Bounty Hunters and the, criminals the Fringe, and things <laughs> like that. Um, so the second... Imperial card that, to get errated was a title that just came out in the Imperial Veterans box. Um, Imperial Veterans comes out like they they bring out these specialty boxes. Like there was Imperial Aces, mm -hmm. which had a two tie interceptors in it. One was a Royal Guard, and right. one was a Crimson Guard or uh, Bloodstripe guys, right? Well, yeah, the Bloodstripe yeah. guys. Um, this one came out with a red Defender and and a new Bomber. And they got special titles that you could give them. The Defender got two different titles. Um, one of them was kind of broken. <laughs> it was the Defender X7. And it said that uh, if you move further than three, just take an evade. You got an evade <laughs> That's it. You, you move 
three or more, and you didn't take an evade action, you just got a free evade token. It's like, boom, okay, well, I'm always moving three. Right. And, yeah. the, and, and so literally Emperor Palpatine on a shuttle and like three of these things was just owning. Right, because you can never hit them. Because you can never hit them. So, uh, and actually, this is the one that I've seen that everybody was like, this is the most fair and this makes sense, this errata. This makes it seem like it should have been in the beginning. Um, it now says that you get a free evade action, which is different than assigning it an evade token, because um, you can't take actions, even free ones, in certain instances. Right. So like now, if, you're stressed if or you stress yourself, if you bump another ship, if you hit an asteroid or debris, you don't get this evade. So you have to fly better and not just go, here I come, and just, who cares about everything? I'm getting evades all over the place. Right. So now, I mean, it's still good because if you're flying right and if you're a good pilot, you get your free evade action and then you can focus on top of it. You can so, target so, lock, so what, you know, all the other cool stuff you can do. What could you do with an evade action? So the evade action gives your, assigns your ship an evade token. Okay, gotcha. So, so. Or, or but can you play, and there are cards that are like evade actions that you could play? Mm -mm. Okay, so it just gives you a token. Yeah, there are cards that give you an evade token and right. things like that. Okay. But to take the evade action gives you the little arrow token on your ship. Gotcha. Which helps you evade their shots. Okay. So um, it, it really balanced it out. I haven't heard anybody, I haven't seen, heard a single person complain about that errata. Okay. Everybody's like, makes sense. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's where it should have been. Right. And then the scum took a couple big hits. Um, the lesser of the hits, which again, people were like, grumble, grumble. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this makes sense, was the Zuckus crew card. Uh, Zuckus used to say, uh, assign stress to your ship and make your opponent reroll a hit die. There was no cap. So you could run him around with 64 stress on him and just making your opponent reroll. I mean, you'd never get to take an action and you couldn't do any red maneuvers. But if you're making your opponent reroll every single hit he's right. ever thrown at you, you're not dying. Right. It? Believe me, I was in a furball or I was running a furball. Furball is a cool game where everybody gets one ship and there's eight of you around a mat at one time and you just kill each other gotcha. for 75 minutes and whoever gets the most points wins uh the winner of that one was a local by the name of steven he uh congratulations yes steven. congratulations steven he uh he ran the hawk the hawk 290 hwk 290 mm -hmm. kyle katarn ship with uh i can't remember who the pilot it might have been or so and uh but he had zuckus on it, it was, so it could i don't know i don't remember who the main pilot was but he had zuckus on it and a TLT, which is the twin laser turret, which is a you know 360 yeah, arc, yeah. and it shoots twice a turn, three dice, but it can only ever do one damage. Right. But it throws three dice. Even if it hits you all three times, you take one. It just it's hard to evade because that's six dice. You're, you're gonna take one or two damage a turn from it. Right. And uh, he was just just like a fat sea cow just running through the the entire middle of the board everybody's shooting him he's like re-roll 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 his stack of stress <laughs> was stupid but he didn't care you're right he's just he's like re-roll i don't need actions and he crushed he crushed vader and tycho and wedge like everybody else don't care re-roll <laughs> it was so that was did again, everyone hate him 
No, no, we were all actually in shock and awe. Right. Like, you, you just won this one. <laughs> you won a dog fighting furball with a support ship. Good job. I mean, we. I ain't even mad. It was one of those. Right. You can't even be mad. Um, that's the one that, like, the, from the response I've seen and, and heard is the the scum players are like grumble, grumble. But yeah, okay, it makes sense. Now, I'm sorry. I guess I haven't said what it it has been errated into. Uh, he now can do that ability as long as he is not stressed already. Right. So, so you can do it like one turn, be like. Oh, I get hit five times. Reroll all five of those, and you take five stress. Okay. So for the next five turns, though, while you're getting rid of that stress, you can't do it again. Okay, gotcha. So, um, so you'll want to reroll one or two, because there are car. There's there's a there's a new. It's um something recruit out of the newest wave out of wave ten, uh, that says when you remove one stress, you can remove a second one as well. Right. You could throw that on there and make it a little more effective than just removing one a turn, but uh. Still, it, it limits it to not being quite as amazing as it was. Gotcha. Uh, because that, in conjunction with this next nerf, was what was making uh, a lot of the, the scum lists win. Um, and that's Manaru. Manaru applies uh, one of the... Uh, it's the toilet bowl. It's the punishing one. Dengar's, uh, jump master. Jump master. Thank you. Um, Nerd points. <laughs> Manaru said, at the start of the... Uh, shooting phase or the attack phase, you could transfer all of her tokens, whether it was a target lock, focus, or evade, to another ship. Anywhere Dead on the stop. board. Dead stop. <laughs> Anywhere on the board. So you put her in a corner and you feed all these other ships right. the token she's getting. There's a card called the Atani Mind Link, which you can give to like every one of your ships that has the Atani Mind Link. When they get a stress or a focus or an evade, so does everybody else with the Atani Mind Link. Oh, wow. It was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it I was. I would have been angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it was, it was sort of. I mean, they wouldn't get this target lock, but you'd come up, you'd focus. Everybody gets a focus. And then at the beginning of the shooting phase or the attack phase, she would give her focus to somebody else. All of a sudden, that ship was a sign of focus. She doesn't already have one, she gets another one back. Okay. So, I mean, you couldn't, yeah, the, you couldn't, with the Atani Mind Link, if you already have a focus, you wouldn't get it when somebody else got it. So you couldn't just like, you focus and you focus and you get a card. <laughs> you, get you get a, a card. card. You get a focus. But, you get a focus. But, but you could you could seriously token up. Right. Um, and so now that she, Manaru got the biggest hit with the Nerf Hammer. And uh, that was, everything stays the same as long as you're at range one. So it, makes, so her, it, it makes her participate. It went from the entire three by three board wise, wide, wide area to four inches? Right. Radius. So, and, and, okay, maybe, you know. And, and you're not going to fly a jump master like a squad. <laughs> well, you can because the dump, jump master has one of the dumbest, dumbest, and I'm saying dumb in a good way, dumbest dials I've ever seen. It's got green left turns where the right ones are white, and the if it, the right one's red, the left one's green. It's all about turning left. <laughs> so, and like so it's it, a NASCAR. Yeah, of it is. It, <laughs> it can, it can do like it can minis. do the send your loop, which is it can it does a, a bank, which is a forty five degree turn, and then do a one eighty at the end of it for like white, which doesn't stress it out. Everybody right. else that stresses out, and so it's a great ship, and like for a while, three jump masters with like 
homing rockets and all these dumb rockets was just owning the tournament scene before somebody went, oh, Dengaru then turned into a, a winning list, which was Dengar and Manaru together. Uh, Manaru feeding Dengar tokens right. and Dengar going, I'm going to shoot you. Oh, you shot me back. I'm going to shoot you again because Dengar's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 Dengar like Jumpmaster, and I still think we're gonna see some Jumpmaster play, but I think Manaru is gonna see a lot less play, and all these people that have been winning in, in crushing tournaments because they learned how to fly this list. I am not taking anything away from these players that have played no, and, no, and, no. and broke. You know, I don't want to no, say broke the no, game, but, but no, they found these that's, lists. That's how you. I mean, especially in these high tournament games. Yeah. So what you do? I mean, yeah, I, don't I mean, I don't. I, that you have to. You still have to fly them well. And you, the, the, the force has to be with you when you roll the dice right. and when you're choosing your dials. I mean, that's the biggest reason I love X-Wing, the, the miniature game, is because you have to use the force to play the game. When you're choosing your dials, you have to figure out where your opponent's going so you can counter them. And then, you, then you're like, oh, what, are they going to figure I do that? All right, so I'm going to do this. And so half the time I fly like crazy, and they're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. I was like, excellent. See, I don't play enough, and I'm also a, sh a terrible, terrible pilot. Yeah. So I have many, many of game just like flown off the board. Well, <laughs> I, I, my, I, and this is not to be, you know, too egotistical. I, I'm, I'm not great at the game. My list building leaves something to be desired. You know, I could make these synergistic lists, but I don't. Um, my, my, I think my strength is my piloting. Right. Like I, I can see the board and fly, you know, with because you're with a, I got you. with a hair's mm -hmm. breadth between me and the asteroid and the ship and and squirt through, and people are like, how'd you make that? I was like, I, I just did. And uh, there's a great okay, all of you out there that play X-wing, there's a great thing if you haven't discovered it, it's the Heroes of the Aturi cluster. It's actually a you and a group of friends run through a campaign of X-wing as rebels, and it has a great. Um, AI system for the for the empire, so none of you have to be the DM. Uh, you just run through. Right. Uh, just Google search Heroes of the Aturi Cluster. It's an amazing. If you if you I will wanna, put a link at yeah, the bottom of the you, in the show notes. If you want to run, you know, if you want to spend a couple hours a week with four or five buddies and be a part of the rebellion, I would completely recommend this. We had a blast with it. Oh, cool. Um, and we'll, we'll probably start again this summer here. I, but I need to, I'd like it. I, just, I don't play enough. And yeah. I, I need to get back into it. Uh, I am, I originally was not going to do tournament play, mm -hmm. but the alternate art cards for are very sweet. Oh, I, yeah. I just bought one off eBay. Yeah. Because uh, going to Celebration and Star Wars Celebration in Orlando, and I'm in love with Hera Syndulla. Right. And um, her, the, Vanessa Marshall, Marshall, the voice actress, is going to be there. And so I'm getting Vanessa Marshall to sign something. And I and and I for years I'm an old school decipher Star Wars player. Right. So for years I've been getting card sign. Well, there's no Hera Star Wars decipher guys. I do the basic thing. Oh, contraire. And so now. <laughs> So now I'm, I'm getting the I found this alternate art because usually the pilot like when you buy the game they have pilot cards each card is a card for a pilot right but they just usually show the ship sure to get the pilot you have to you know if you have to win something right yeah the, and that's the okay so the other fandom that starts with star and ends with wreck uh, <laughs> they had a game uh, Wiz Kids yeah. actually had attack wing right? attack wing yeah um, and and so. they had a D and D attack wing. And they had like all these attack wing games that died, and Star Wars hasn't. 
well, okay. It's died in our area, and I don't know a whole lot of people that play it in other places. Right. It's still a fun game that I know a lot of people wish it was still around, oh, but it. the tournament scene isn't big anymore, and I'll tell you why. The biggest difference between Asmodee slash Fantasy Flight and WizKids. Uh, Asm- uh, WizKids says, hey, we're going to have a tournament. Here's your OP kit, which is called OP for organized play. Although for WizKids, it actually means OP overpowered. Because they said, here's your kit. So the, the, for the for example, the one specific one I can remember is for the D&D attack wing, which was awesome. We were so super excited about it because you get to fly dragons around. <laughs> I mean, it was the starter came with a, a, a copper, a red, and a blue, which was bad for the copper. But, but uh, you know, it was great. Right. Great models of dragons. You get to fly dragons around. So comes time for the first tournament, and there is the prize. And it's a white dragon that's ancient. Like, the card that came with it was ancient white dragon. Well, everything that else came up till then was young adult, <laughs> maybe adult. Right. <laughs> and if you've ever played D&D, you know age is a big indicator yeah. of power. So the winner of that tournament wins this ancient white dragon with the model, which you couldn't get a white dragon then. I mean, it hadn't come out. Right. It came out, I think, in wave like seven finally, but not the ancient dragon card for it. And it was tournament legal in future tournaments. And they did this with, with Star Trek as well. Hey, the winner gets this Klingon ship, which you can't get anywhere else, which is overpowered as heck. And sure, use it in the next one. So that the same person, the person that won the first tournament, kept winning. The kept other winning. One. Right. And it killed the tournament. Like everybody's like, oh, so and so with the white dragon showed up. I ain't playing. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm not spending 20 bucks to lose. So um, that's why I love Fantasy Flight slash Asmodee's uh, OP system, organized play system, is that it's it's alternate art cards for they have pilot cards and system upgrade cards, um, the smaller cards. Right. As well as some form of token. So, you know, the tokens you get are cardboard. Um, and they're great. They're pretty good cardboard. You know, your stress tokens, your mm-hmm. focus tokens. Um, but in all these kits, they come with acrylic. So that it's sort of become, you know, oh, what tournaments have you won? And you can look at somebody's kit and go, okay, you won regionals in 2014. Uh, you participated in a store championship in 2015. Holy crap, you won states, you know, because you have you have an acrylic range ruler that says state champion on it, you know, and, and stuff like that. Right. And then you could open their folder and go, okay, cool, you have the alternate art. Han, Vader, uh, Corin Horn. Uh, I, I got. I, I, we talked about my abysmal showing at regionals this year. Came in, you know, dead last. Um, you somebody had to. Yeah. Well, I you know I had an undefe- I had an I had a spotless record. I was zero and six. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. But I still got my alternate art participation trophy, which is fine. And it was Red Ace, which is the T seventy pilot. Right. It was great. Didn't know Red Ace was a girl <laughs> or an extremely effeminate surfer guy. <laughs> I, I can't tell. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but whoa, yeah, so so that's sort of become so I can't win these tournaments, A, because I'm not that good, right? And B, because most of the time I'm running them, right? So, what I can get though, I usually get a couple of, and then I can start trading. And when I run tournaments, they give the tournament or- organizer one of the alt art cards. So, like this quarter, it was Ketsu, Ketsuo, whatever. Um, oh, that's sweet, yeah. So I got I, I, I got go. a bunch of the kits for my tournaments because I run one every month. I gotta go find a ketsu. I got one. I got like three of them. <laughs> but I can also say, oh, you have that sweet disco vader. I need that disco vader. 
You need a katsu? What's and a disco Vader? Just Vader's being all cool and there's one. It was from something special. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's just well, looks my, like a disco ball behind him. Mike Hera came from um, the 2016 regionals. Yeah, it was last year's regionals. Last year's, yeah, so. Which I didn't get to go to because it was in Atlanta. I thought I was going to have to pay a lot of money for it, too. It, it, it yeah. didn't work. I didn't have to. I was, I'm glad. Yes. With shipping, it was just at ten dollars. That's really, really reasonable. Yeah, and so and, and it's a card I would use because I would you know yeah, Harrow's get, good. Because uh, you know I am, I am terrible about any kind of these games, right? So you know my thing is, you know, why I understand this is why I can never do like tournament, like serious tournament play because I, I don't my brain doesn't think like how I can get the best pieces to do the, what I needed to do. Right. I'm more like, oh, cool, I can have Lando and Hera on a ship. Yay! Which actually isn't a bad idea. Right, and so That's I'm a like... a pretty good idea. I'm like, I'm going to fly around with Hera and Lando. Yeah, actually, uh, so the in Syracuse, I can't remember what system. I want to say it was the Bespin Open they had in Syracuse, New York uh, last week. Uh, and it's funny, because the, the errata, the newest errata we were just talking about, Kate, went into effect on the 17th. And... So it affected this last weekend's tournaments. And instead of the old days, you see the, the top list was Empire, Empire, Scum, Scum, Empire, Scum, Scum, Empire, 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 Scum, Rebel, Empire, 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 Empire. Now it was Scum, Scum, Rebel, 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 Scum, Rebel, Scum, Scum, Rebel, 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 Scum. There, I think there was one Empire in the top 20 oh, when man. they used to just own it because people have to find their new voice. Right. Now, which is good for me because I refuse to play anything other than Rebel because I got to have an X-Wing. Right. And X-Wing. I mean, it's called X-Wing. I got to have X-Wings. Um, preferably Poe or Nian Num. I love me some Num. Yeah. He's good. Nine. Nian. Nine. Nine. Nine Num. You can say you because his that. buddy is ten numb. That's the it's, <laughs> it's not phonetically correct. It Maybe on Solist, but not for me. Yeah, <laughs> nine numb, ten numb. I don't like Luke, it. Lucasfilm wasn't very you know, <laughs> dude. Pawn and Bobble for the longest time was Walrus Man. He doesn't look like a walrus. I mean, he has those two weird tusk thingies, butt on his. Mouth. <laughs> he looks like Butt Man. <laughs> anyway, um, numb. <laughs> the non-B-wing pilot yeah. numb. Uh, the greater of the two numbs. The, he is now. Ten numb was amazing. Do the, do, do, I know there's a nine numb like a like a support card. Is there a pilot yeah. card for him? Yeah, there, he he came out in the. Okay, so there was a pack called the Heroes of the Resistance, right? Which so came thought, which thought, came yeah. with uh, Ray's uh, Falcon and Poe Dameron's X-wing, and uh, yeah, and we got Snap, we got nine. Uh, I like how you look nine. <laughs> we got Jess. Okay, uh, cool. In that. And yeah, nine is ridiculous. He states that uh, if he ends his turn, or if he is, if he has an enemy in his front arc, which is his firing arc, right. at range one, when he is assigned a stress token, that token goes away. Oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> so there are ways that you can, so you can do the talent roll. Which a talent roll is, like I was talking about the loop earlier. A talent roll is a ninety degree turn, and at the end of it, you'd then make another ninety degree turn facing the way you were coming. So it's right. it's you do a one eighty, but you end up, you know, eight inches to the left. Uh, um, talent roll is also one of my favorite cards in the cipher game. Yes, because so, I would blow up some falcons. I have, I mean, right. But throw, uh, throw me in some clouds, one of City and Tie Falcon, and get no chance. <laughs> 
<laughs> old school, old school. So new school, uh, you do the town roll. The town roll is a red maneuver, which gives you stress. Well, also in here is the resistance. We got primed thrusters. Primed thrusters says uh, you can always boost even if you're stressed. Or better yet, uh, you take... Um, no, the, it's the um, pattern analyzer, which says your stress step comes after your action step. <laughs> so that's that's the one that makes it work. I'm sorry. And uh, so you do the town roll, and then you boost, push the limit right, right up on uh, somebody's booty, and uh, push the limit into a focus or something. You would get like three stress. They all just go away. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's an R2 unit that uh, call them, we call him the stress bot uh, that he says you can take a stress to give your opponent a stress. You know, you're somebody at range two of right. stress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> take a stress. Oh, mine goes away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing I did with Nin, not, I'm going to call him Nian because that's, that's what I've fine. called him for 40 years. That's fine. Uh, is uh, there's a card called Rage. Rage says give yourself two stress. But for the rest of the turn, you can reroll three attack dice, and you get a focus. So you get up to rate one, <coughs> give yourself two stress, which immediately goes away, and you still have a focus, and you get to reroll dice. Well, that's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. But nobody would ever let me get him into range one. <laughs> they were like, oh, wait, there's numb. Kill it. Kill it. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to do is try because uh, they've got – we've talked about this a little bit, but um, – I'll mention it on air. So the last wave of stuff they put out Sabine's tie. They did, and which is from Rebels, were the ones she painted up, mm -hmm. and then they gave it to a bunch of other people. Right. <laughs> so Ahsoka's got it, and Rex has got it, and Sabine's got it, and I can't remember the fourth one. I think the, the fourth in the generic. Like I don't think the, I don't think she gets a generic pilot. I don't think there's a, generic a Zeb. Then it's Zeb. Yeah, it's Zeb because there isn't a way to take more than four. Right. In a list. Like there is on the normal TIE fight. Right. You can take Academy Pilot at 12 points and you have 100 of them in your 100 point list. Right. Uh, so you take, you can take, you can, like I was trying to, I was trying to tell you the other day, you could take those four, you could kit them out, but then you have four TIE fighters and not much else. I kind of want to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it would win, but it, to me, it sounds it'd be, like it would be very interesting. It'd be interesting to see, like, oh, look, it, it's a whole squad of Rebel ties. Right. A uh, buddy of mine, Greg, uh, one, he, one, he, he loves Sabine right. like you love Sabine. Or he loves Sabine like you love uh, her, right. I think. And uh, he, he wanted to do the same thing. He was like, I just want And he was like, can we paint them different colors? I was like, sure. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't paint them because I think I'd have like Sabine as, and then have the others just, just use regular Imperial ties. Yeah. Be like, look what we found. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's do what you want. But yeah, it's, I don't know how, for fun, absolutely. Oh, I don't, I don't know how tournament viable that is. I don't is. know if I would like Alex. I don't. I may try a tournament because I've never done done a tournament. Yeah. For, I, I had retired for a long time from all gaming tournaments. Right. And then uh, I had a friend of mine drag me to a Magic the Gathering tournament, mm -hmm. and I was like, and I did pretty well. And I hadn't played that game in so long, but it was a draft for the last set. Aether Revolt. Yeah, Aether Revolt. Or Kaladesh. Nah, Aether Revolt. Okay. And uh, I think because I see, I think I still got the. I tell you how much I care about it. The box of cards I got is still in my truck. <laughs> <coughs> but I had fun playing the tournament. And I came right. in like third. Sweet. Because I had a bunch of flyers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how you win. You just like everyone in the air, beat up people. Sure. And um, it was it was no, I came in. No, I came in fourth. And I had a top three, mm -hmm. and the top two players 
um, drew since they because I knew they were gonna get stuff and yeah. so it blocked every and I was like that's not really right and I got right. a little sour about that but yeah that is a very common theme in uh, magic tournaments but anyway but but is it is it you have to I mean is it a thing in next wing do you have to you mean you should have to play it out yeah right? you need to play it out uh, just for now so the way the prizes work I mean well. Because well, there's a there's a point thing too. Because I mean, don't you get points yeah, for everything you kill? Well, and they actually changed the the format up. It used to be, um, you got like five points for winning, three points for a modified win, which was within twelve points of each other, right? And then like one point for a loss, or one point for a draw, and zero points for a loss. Now it's one or zero. Oh. You won or you didn't. If you draw, there's a draw break. I mean, there's a tiebreaker. I okay. mean, and it's it cracks me up. It's called uh, I can't I can't even remember. But you basically you look at all the uh, printed attack on all of your ships that are still on the table, right? And you roll them unmodified. Like if you have you know extra munitions and all this stuff that right, right, would so. let you add attack dice. Nope, it's your printed value. Roll whoever has the most hits wins. Okay. So it could all come down to basically a coin flip. Uh. Which means you had a really good game, if you and your opponent, right. or a really bad game, right? Uh, you're either doing it really right or really wrong. Wrong, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so now there is what they call MOV, which is margin of victory. So you beat me a hundred to zero because most games are at a hundred points. Yet you get one point, you get the winning point. But your MOV, your hundred point win, still goes in there to break ties at the end. Right. So let's say it's just a casual tournament, but there's twenty players. We're only doing three rounds. At the end of three rounds, there's going to be multiple people that are three and zero, possibly. So, then, so you go, a, yeah. then you go to the MOV to see. Okay, so Scotty <laughs> went three hundred. You know, you you got three hundred points because you won a hundred to zero three times. That ain't gonna happen. Whereas if I went one hundred and zero, one hundred and zero, one hundred and twenty-five, like they killed one of my ships, I come in second because my own right, MOV right. that twenty-five gets subtracted from mm -hmm. my 300 and it's it's a weird math but and, and we've sense. stated i think every episode now that i don't math so luckily there's an app for that <laughs> thank you fantasy flight well thank you for the primer on x-wing yeah, i mean absolutely it's a it's a if you've not tried it it's a fun game it really is it is and it's easy to pick up and it's you know you know relatively cheap and yes relatively being a no, seriously, compared to a lot of other mini, mini games. Well, it's yeah, and incredible. that's what I see. I work at a game store, so I mean, basically, we we went into my spiel a little bit. Um, yeah, as far as miniature game is concerned, it is a, the one of the cheapest out there. Right, and it's it's what I like about it. Really, honestly, it's pre-painted. See, I can't let that go. Like, I have to. Well, I, I repaint my stuff. That's fine, but that's you're part of the hobby. Me, I'm yeah. terrible at painting. You've painted stuff for me. Right. I'm terrible at it, but I'm like. Okay, cool. I can. I don't have to paint stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and 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 I'll be honest, the paint jobs are pretty good. Oh yeah, I mean, they those are really models good. are they're pretty awesome. And Ghost is pretty. The it's Ghost absolutely, is pretty. Absolutely pretty. Yeah. I just got the last two. I got these in December, but the last two ships I got was the Ghost and the Shadowcaster because I tried to get all the Rebel, you know, like right. Star Wars Rebels things. Yeah. And I haven't opened them yet, but they still look pretty in the box. Yeah, ghosts. I actually ended up getting two ghosts. Cool. Because and I run them as there's a the, their generic pilot's called Lothal Rebel, uh, but I can run two of those mm -hmm. in hundred points with Bigs, and uh, Bigs is great because you have to shoot Bigs. I mean, Bigs is destined to die. Right. Uh, you have to shoot Bigs, and um, poor Bigs. Yeah, 
But uh, there's a thing that uh, actually makes his agility go up if you're shooting through other big ships. So you give those to the Lothal Rebels, the two ghosts, and run them between them. And so all of a sudden, Wedge has like the agility of an A-Wing. So you have to shoot at him. You can't hit him. And the ghosts unload. It's great. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's fun. That's cool. I would like to, and the, there's no, I don't think, the, I tried to play with this on like, there's an online, there's a couple of sites where oh, you yeah. can kind of make build your lists. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to, uh, I think I was trying to do um, the ghost with uh, A-Wings. Yeah. I, w- I want to do, I would like to just throw out Phantom Squad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix Squad, yeah. Phoenix. Sorry, I was thinking about the Phantom. Because the right. Phantom, Phantom's actually you know, a ship in there and you get an extra one. Yeah. So that's an extra ship you got to have. And so I'm like, I'm going to throw down a bunch of A-Wings and yeah. go have Sato yell at me in the back. <laughs> you could. And we could, I could, we could make, we could play it out, and you could have a. I mean, how many A wings do you need? I don't know. Just to see what we could. Point okay, because you could. I mean, if you want the Phantom with it, you could probably get one or two A wings in it. If you took like Green Squadron, right? Which oh are yeah, the cheap talking, ones, right? The cheap little guys, and just yeah, we'll see. I think that's uh, we've filled up a good hour yeah, with X wing and Darth Maul talk, and uh, we didn't even talk about Star Wars Land. Ah, uh, next next time we're gonna have to talk about Star Wars Land, next and we time. gotta talk about uh, Wave Eleven that you teased, but we yeah, I teased it and I didn't talk about it because we gotta talk about the Urata. The Urata was a big thing, so um, um, we have a lot of listeners who do play, and so I wanted to make sure, and they're probably aware of it. But this yeah. is our thoughts on it, especially for coming from me. I'm a not, I'm not, I don't understand it. I mean, I know what the ships are, but I'm like, right. I'm terrible at this game. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at at Scotty White. You can follow everything else I have on at scottywhite.com. You can follow our Jedi Master at. Uh, JD underscore Vertries at JD. I'm still new to this Twitter thing. At JD underscore Vertries. If right? you have any X-Wing questions, tweet him. He's an expert. Yeah. Well, not a good expert, He's but an, an expert. expert nonetheless. He's an expert. <laughs> He's challenging all of you. He will beat all of you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you may be co-Irish Catholic, and I'm neither <laughs> Irish nor Catholic. <laughs> uh, be one with the force. Be the force is with me. Well, I'm one with the force. The force is with me. <laughs> Um, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours, and may the force be with you. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mopcast Network.